Hey guys, it's Dennis here with Revog Games, and this is our weekly games podcast. I'm joined by Joshua Vayers, all the way in South Africa. Yeah, and we have a, a lot of stuff to talk about this <laughs> this week. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we complain like, oh, there's not enough. This time it's like almost too much, too much stuff. Yeah. I mean, with the PlayStation Showcase, which kind of like was PlayStation's answer back to the Xbox, because the Xbox Showcase was a, a, a few months ago and kind of like, even though they didn't, they had some excuses, but they kind of like won over people with with you know with Game Pass. We've talked about Game Pass many 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 times about how it's the best you know deal in, in the gaming industry and still is. But Sony kind of came back with like, okay, well we don't have such a good deal in terms of pricing wise, but we ha- we have all these exclusive games that you guys don't have. So this is going to be kind of a battle of you know, pricing value, gaming value versus, and with some exclusives, don't get me wrong, Xbox does have some good exclusives, but then you're you're talking about Sony has kind of the more high profile ones. I mean, let me list them off here real quick and then we'll get into it. I mean, God of War Ragnarok, Spider-Man 2, Wolverine we heard about, Uh, even the the KOTAR, uh, the Knights of the Old Republic remake is uh, at least I think it's PS4 and PC exclusive, at least a timed exclusive. Um, you know, there's so many things uh, that Sony's kind of doing and putting the fire. This isn't even including, you know, we already know Horizon Forbidden West is coming out uh, early of 2022. Uh, yeah. um, we, you know, we don't know what the next um, Uncharted, uh, you know, sequel may or may not be. We don't know, you know, so there's a lot of things still. Ghost of Tsushima 2, all that good stuff. So let's start off with the big one. The big one was God of War Ragnarok. Um, came out, they showed a, a, a gameplay trailer, it had some in-game c- cinematics. What did you think? I'm I'm stoked for this, honestly. Um, <laughs> I'm happy we got a trailer this year, you know. We didn't get the game, but we got the trailer. <laughs> At least we got that. As far as I know, still no real real news on the release date. You know, we just know it's delayed. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. There's a bit of um, contra- well, not controversy, but some people aren't really happy with the design of Thor. I don't know if you've seen him, you've seen what the Thor design looks like. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of things on Twitter, which is like basically like someone posts like, "I can't believe this is Thor," and then people would retweet that and say tell me you don't know anything about Norse mythology without saying yeah. you know nothing about Norse mythology. You know, like, basically... I was going to say, I, I like it, yeah. It's more realistic, you know? Basically, in, in the original mythology, that's kind of how he was described. Not not, yeah. the, not the kind of Greek god version that, that we, we know in, from the Marvel MCU universe because everyone kind of ba- bases everything off of what they have seen. Yeah. Uh, what what the most well, notable the, myth- the, the mythology is hit or miss with with Thor. Like for the most part, he's usually depicted as like big, like well girthy, if you mm-hmm. will. You know, mm-hmm. big burly kind of man. But there are other times where he is portrayed as quite attractive. Mm-hmm. Because one of my favorite stories about um, about Thor is he actually dresses up as a lady, and then he seduces. I think the, the, the one of the frost giant kings mm-hmm. into marriage, and then right before getting married, he's like, "Ha, ah, surprise! I'm Thor!" And then he kills him. Sounds you know? something. Sounds like lo- something Loki would do. In that yeah, Loki, like I, b- I believe Loki said it. He's the one who set it up. He's the one uh, who um, 
suggested it in, in like uh, Norse mythology. It's one of my favorite stories yeah, but about it. Who says girthy people cannot be attractive? See? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? Maybe that was... I mean, hey, look, he was marrying a, a, a frost giant or troll or who knows mm -hmm. what they look like. Maybe maybe, maybe that's what they wanted, mm -hmm. you know? Um, look, I'm excited for this. It seems uh, the voice actor for Atreus is a bit older, which I like about that. Like, they've shown age in... Like, the character is, looks a bit taller. It looks the same, pretty much, but a bit taller. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, voice actor uh, it seems like he's gone through puberty, if that makes mm -hmm. sense, or like he's going through it. So I like the small changes in that. It obviously looks amazing. It's going to be good. It's not going to... It's just not going to be bad. <laughs> like, this is one of those... It's going to be... It's going to be like... They're going to hit it out of the park. Like, I... I they, they know what they're doing. Especially if... Like, you've, you've played the first game. I played the first game. They know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They have the formula. It works. I highly doubt they're going to fuck it up. Like, um... It's going to be... It's going to be a great game, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, since you and me have been both kind of pretty... Like, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, I wouldn't say, not psychic, but we've been being able to predict some of the delays happening. Mm. Let's let's play a little game. When do you think, because we know when Horizon, uh, Horizon Forbidden West is coming out. When do you think God of War Ragnarok is coming out? Well, I'm glad you said that because if you didn't remind me, I would have said February. But because we are getting Horizon in February... 18th of February. That mm -hmm. leads me to believe they're not going to drop both games. That no, like that. Th those are too big of games to drop, even within like the first two, like within two months of each other. Mm -hmm. So I would go so far as to say, the earliest we might see this is I want to say June, which is a weird release time for a game. But I just don't see it being earlier than June of next year. That's my guess. Uh, my oh, guess, yeah. yeah. My guess is this, and people are gonna get mad at me. Like maybe April. They're gonna probably June or they're gonna say May, and then it's gonna get delayed again. <laughs> that's that's my prediction. They're gonna no, say January, February, April, May. Yeah, May. Yeah. They're Sorry, gonna, they're gonna they're gonna say May, and then it's gonna get delayed again. Uh, to mm, that's a good call. Cause I because I do think I think it will come out on May. I don't think they'll delay okay. it. I think it's gonna get but, delayed. Um, that's that's my that's my prediction. Um, just because yeah. you know. This is the first gameplay trailer we've seen. It's you know September now. Um, I mean, obviously they could have you know kept a lot of things under wrap, but th there's a couple of things that I led me to believe this is, or maybe it's just one thing is, uh, you know, watching the trailer, I got pumped for it. It, it was uh, on a PS5, and it said it was you know a, a cross between the gameplay and the, and the in game c cinematics, right? Yeah. So the in-game cinematics look look pretty good, uh, you know, kind of next gen. The gameplay stuff though looked pretty similar to what we saw with PS4, and that's not saying that it looks bad because the you know God of War on PS4 looked great. But what I'm saying is it didn't look next gen to me, and and you know some people were complaining like, hey, they're reusing the same animations or whatever, and that that didn't really bother me that much. But it was more about kind of the lighting and and the detail in the models. It just wasn't at the level that you think the next gen is going to be. And I, I feel like they're going to spend some time on that. Um, sprucing up. Remember what happened with Halo. Remember when Halo came out and the graphics weren't very impressive. Halo Infinite, I mean. Um, yeah. And guess what? They delayed it and they worked on it and it looks so much better now. So this is kind of my, my feeling is like they are going to work on that aspect of it um, in the meantime. So... 
Uh, yeah, I good. I'm 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 optimistic with the May with a May release date. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where I think I the reason why I don't think there'll be a delay is it's either going to come out May mm -hmm. or they're just not going to tell us when it comes out. You know, that way they don't have to like work that technically there's no delay if they never give us a release date, Dennis, mm -hmm. you know? If they just hold off on the release date until they know that they're ready. Um which yeah, Santa, look, Santa Monica Studios is not really known for delays either is the thing. Mm. Um but yeah, only time will tell. I guess yeah. we'll see, right? Yeah. Um another thing is, you know, also I'm a little not skeptical because I think the game's going to be great, but just like when you get into that teenage age for characters, it's always hard oh, yeah. to keep them from being so annoying you know or cringy yeah yeah it's so. difficult to shy away from the cringe because teenagers are cringy yes you know unfortunately we were all teenagers we've been there yes we've all had to be the cringe you know yeah. that you know because teenagers you're at that age where you think you know everything you think you're the coolest person in the world you think everyone else you know older than you doesn't have a clue and mm -hmm. you know you're, you know, you're very selfish at that age. And, you know, like you said, it's everyone yeah. was like that. I was like that. Everyone's like that. So I think there was a controversy around this with one of the characters. I got to look it up. It, it was I don't think it's that big of a controversy because it doesn't come off the top of my head. But there was one of the designs that people weren't happy about. God of War. Um, uh, as someone, one of the characters here. In the meantime, while you look that up, as someone who's only played the last one, who was the little girl at the end? Because they made it seem like that was kind of a, almost like a supposed to be like this, this shock reveal or something like that. Who was? Well, that, I was gonna say that's that's what this uh, that's what some of the controversy is about. Someone's people aren't really happy with. Um something to do with her character I, I'm, I, I had an article I'm completely missing it now ah oh oh well I'm sure I'm sure I'll find it and we'll bring it up at some point um but yeah no I'm excited for the game I'm glad they dropped it look it was first of all like I we're gonna get into all the games anyways but what a hell of a showcase like mm -hmm. great showcase you know what I mean yeah but, like just the games they dropped I'm super fucking impressed uh, Kotar got me hyped. Like, uh, that got me really hyped, Kotar. And then there were a couple games that I know we're not really going to talk about, but a couple games that really kind of got my interest, which is Project Eve, which looked sick. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's coming from, like, people People are saying it's similar to Sek Sekiro, or I think it's coming from... It could be from the studio that made Sekiro. But uh, it's got that similar vibe to it. And then Forspoken looked sick as well, which is the new name for, I think... Um, it was that yeah project uh, Athea, mm -hmm. which is what we saw that uh, uh, the showcase for the Unreal Engine, yeah, um, the new Unreal Engine. They showed that, so it's now called First Spoken. Changed the character completely, mm -hmm. which I like because the character did look very cartoony. But to be fair, it wasn't to show off the character; it was to show off how they could use the Unreal Engine with um, in terms of like scale, you know, mm -hmm. which is amazing. So that that's why First Spoken looks great, mm -hmm. like. It doesn't look like the kind of game that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life, but it looks like I'll get a great couple hours out of it. It looks fun. Um, um, the other big, well, there's several big things, but uh, Spider-Man 2, Spider 2 was announced, which we knew we were going to get in. We were getting one. We just didn't know when. It's coming out in 2023. 
but it showed off more than I thought. I thought it was just going to be kind of a yeah. reveal, like, hey, Spider-Man 2 coming 2023, maybe like a reveal of maybe Venom's, you know, uh, logo or something like that. But we actually got a, <laughs> like an actual like trailer, which showed off quite a bit of stuff. I mean, visually, it looked more impressive than, you know, God of War. I mean, I don't know how much. I would say it's way more impressive than God of War visually. Yeah. yeah. Because what we're looking at is in-engine cutscenes, yeah. Dennis. That's yeah. so impressive. Like yeah. so, like it looks like a CGI cutscene that you know they they've worked on before the time. But no, that is that is an in-engine cutscene using like a VFX running like real time, thanks to um, the Unreal Engine. Like I, I I watched a video about it. How a lot of CGI artists uh, who work in film and television they're actually really impressed with the spider-man trailer because it's, it's like a great showcase of how we now have the technology to do vfx like in real time with video games you mm -hmm. know what i mean like that is insane like the fact that that's in in look the, the game is probably not going to look that good because obviously it's the vfx that's there for the cutscenes, mm -hmm. but that's happening in engine that's still real. like that's in engine that's impressive you know yeah and then you know they showed off that it's both Peter Parker and Miles Morales because you know we've got mm. our Peter Parker game with the first Spider-Man, then we had the Spider-Man Miles Morales game, which was like a I don't know a seventy-five percent of a, a full game, and then now we have Spider-Man Two, which is both these characters are going to be in there, and then we know you know from the trailer that that Venom is going to be a, a big part yeah. of it. Um, now the voice is where people are kind of debating who they think it is. You know, some people are saying Craven. Some, you know, maybe it's, who who else could it possibly be? Like I'm trying to think of like because the only problem with Craven is like the way he sounds. I mean, like Craven the Hunter is an interesting character because he's you know he's just a human. You know, so like yeah, like. But his the accent on you know his character is, is Russian and so like from that accent I was gonna say Craven the Hunter I feel like I know who you're talking about he's the guy that wears like the, well his costume like yeah I was gonna say isn't he got like the wildest freaking costume yeah he has like leopard print and then he has like yeah the, what the, the hell the lion, oh my gosh uh, the lion uh, mane like right here I really I kind of hope it's not him I'll be honest. Just because well, that's going to be very loud in this. Like, that's a very loud outfit to have. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, sure. I'm sure they'll go with something more low-key, but yeah. I remember him in the Spider-Man 2 video game on PlayStation 2. Hmm. They had him in that game, yeah. So. Yeah, that, it just looks so impressive, Dennis. It's That's insane. Um, I, I, wonder, I wonder if you'll be able to switch between the two Spider-Men. Like if yeah. you'll be, are you just playing as Peter Parker, or will you be able to switch to Miles? Because they did such a good job with Miles, mm -hmm. his own game, and giving him his own like skill tree, and well, giving him his own stuff. You know, I think it would be such a waste to not be able to use that in Spider-Man too. You know. Oh, I was wrong about Craven. He does have superpowers because he drank some potion, so he has some superhuman yeah. abilities. But I don't know. It just never. Never thought of him as like a huge, huge. No, he's he's always got a to... gun or something, right? Because he's a yeah. hunter, like. Yeah. So you never really think of him using superpowers because he's just, he's the crocodile gun. He's the crocodile Dundee of Spider-Man, pretty much. He says he's also the half brother of Chameleon, and he's one of the founding members of Sinister Six. Yeah, like, you know, I. Read I think we're gonna get a couple. Like, I think we're gonna get a couple of guys in, in Spider-Man too. You know, like. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, did we get Rhino in the first game, in the first in the previous Spider-Man? I can't I can't remember. Uh, well, I didn't. I, I never finished it. Um, so I did, but I don't remember it. I think I think it was the lizard. I think it was the lizard man. Uh -huh. Oh, Rhino. I th actually, it could have been both of them. Yeah. Side note. So. You know how like uh, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut came out? I got it, but I hadn't had time to play it, right? Yeah. Well, I tried to play it the other day, and guess what? My controller is broken again. <laughs> Remember oh, I had that no. big controller problem? And yeah. then I fixed it on my own. Um, and then I guess because I hadn't used it for a while and maybe dust had gotten inside, it it's like worse than ever. So I tried to say... If you Get yourself a tiny screwdriver. Oh, open that I, thing up. Yeah, I did that before. Analogs. I did that before. Oh, it didn't help. Oh, it helped last time, but it's oh, like. Yeah. But you, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a mission. You got to do it though. Like I, had to, I had to do it. I've taken it. I've taken apart. Well, what controller are you using? The PS, uh, PS4 controller. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, honestly... I've taken apart a couple of those to like replace batteries and stuff. It, it's a, it's a mission. Yeah, I just I bought a generic, whatever, because. You know those things are expensive. They're like sixty dollars for a PS4. Yeah, they're sixty bucks. It's a yeah. PS4 controller. We're already on PS5. Um, no, I know. It's, it's a, crazy. So I bought a generic third-party one. I'll see how it works. I mean, I'm I'm afraid it's gonna like break or something like that because yeah. apparently a lot of these things. It's just I don't know if I can justify sixty-five, sixty dollars for a controller for a system that. I'm probably no ways, man. upgrading Here, relatively soon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if I'm I needed gonna... a controller recently, what I did was I bought a cheap, well, not a cheap, I bought a, a fairly decent wired controller. Mm. Because it was wired, it was cheaper, mm. and I was still able to get something that was fairly decent, mm. you know, which, which wasn't too bad. I mean, it's obviously just not wireless, but the generic one I bought is wireless, but it's it's very cheap. It's like 25 bucks. So. You know, yeah, that's kind not, of, not too bad. Yeah, I'm kind of gambling. Anyways, back to Spider-Man. Uh, looks good. They're gonna have Venom for sure, and then maybe Kraven is the big boss. I mean, I just wonder who the big, yeah. the big boss is gonna be. You know? It's another easy win, though. Like I said, like God of War Ragnarok, easy win for them. Spider-Man Two, easy win for them. Like you, like I'm, I'm like a hundred percent sure that God of War Two might get a perfect ten again. Mm -hmm. You know, from uh, from IGN and from a lot of reviewers, I think it's going to get another perfect 10. Uh, Spider-Man 2, I can see it getting like an 8.5 or a 9 again. It's going to be another hit, you know? Mm. Um, so speaking of other first-party games, uh, exclusives, the Wolverine game, which... Ooh, yeah. I was not... not out, out of nowhere. Yeah. Out of nowhere, Dennis. And they, and they made the trailer make it so like you didn't know exactly what it was because it's a very short teaser trailer, no gameplay at all. Uh, I think it's, you know, it's uh, it's not in-game graphics. But anyways, it's just, you know, they, they purposely show Wolverine from the neck down. And he's wearing a cowboy hat, so you can't see his hair. They, you know, they're doing all the tricks, right? They have the, the, the hat yeah. on his hair, so you can't see the, the, the Logan slash Wolverine hair. Uh, he, you don't see his face, so it's from the neck down. So you don't see the mutton chops. And he's, you know, in a bar. And you only see like these people that is, there's been a bar fight. And, you know, as this one guy from the bar fight is still kind of ticking, he comes after uh, Wolverine with a knife. And then only then you see the, the, the claws pop out and you, then you know it's Wolverine, you know? So, yeah. um, not much is I, known. I, 
go ahead. I do like the I do like the clip though because it's very much like it's how they introduced him in the X Men cinematic universe mm -hmm. in the first like with the first movie from like two thousand and two or something or it could be older than that I'm not too sure but um, that's how they introduced his character and like there's it's it, even in like movies and cartoons and there's been a few times where he's just been introduced at a bar like that's the first time you ever mm -hmm. see him. Is at a bar, and he's always usually introduced as like in a in, the, in a bar fight because it's very much his character. I like that. Um, I'm a little worried because it's from Insomniac, and I love Insomniac as a studio. It's just that they usually deal with more cartoony subjects, if you will. Mm -hmm. Or even then, like they did um, a game that I love uh, called Sunset Overdrive, but also once again had a very like cartoony kind of palette to it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, as long as they can get that feel of realism, then the the, the gameplay is gonna be good. I trust Insomniac to do a great job with the gameplay. Mm -hmm. I trust them; they can they're gonna nail that. I just hope it looks good. You know what I mean? That's my biggest worry. Because like with even with this trailer, you can tell it's like a heavy CGI. Like three years from now, four years from now, when we get the game, it's not gonna look a thing like like this. Or this cutscene's not even gonna be in the game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like this is basically proof of concept. Yeah. Um, essentially so yeah i'm excited for it because the lost wolverine game kicked ass like people slept on that game and it kicked ass i think it was for the ps3 and it had like some impressive like features that i still to this day have not seen in video games like you can run you can run around as like the, the previous wolverine game you could run around get shot and like cut and stuff and your body would start taking damage and the more damage you take it would be you would almost be walking around as like a skeleton at one point because you'd you have like chunks of your body missing but as you're moving around you literally see it slowly heal up hmm. not like quickly like oh look at the cool effect like just as you're playing the game it'll slowly heal up and that's such a cool thing like anyways it's sick so there's there's a lot of potential for this game like the the last wolverine i played kicked ass like it's just gonna be fun you're just gonna be slaughtering like hordes of soldiers probably you know what i mean it's gonna be awesome yeah um so I have a feeling it's not going to have anything to do with any other X-Men or any other superpowers. I have a feeling it's going to... I don't think we're going to bump into... Like, maybe the main villain will have a, be a mutant or something, but I have a feeling it's going to be, like, a war-themed game, probably. So, Insom so Insomniac has confirmed this, this Wolverine game is part of the same Marvel gaming universe as Spider-Man. So, so instead of the MCU, oh, it's the MGU. Uh, okay. I, okay. So they said that they don't think the tone's going to be, even though they, someone had asked uh, Brian Horton, who's the creative director, about the game. He said it's going to be a full size game, so unlike not like Miles Morales, and that it's going to be a mature tone. So doesn't mean that it's going to be M rating, but it's going to be more blood and it's guts. Gotta be gritty. More blood it's gotta and be guts. Gritty, yeah. Dark. Yeah. And edgy you know there's got to be a lot of edgy dialogue 100 percent yeah um i don't know as i have high hopes for this but also a sprinkle of salt you know mm -hmm. it would be cool if this game smashes it and they're able to actually create like the marvel gaming universe that would be so sick mm -hmm. and there's also like money in sony's pocket because playstation has pretty much like the exclusive rights to well they didn't have the rights but marvel and playstation are very tight you know mm -hmm. um Hopefully, one day, um, Microsoft and DC can get really tight. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's the hope. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, moving on. We had mentioned this before. The Knights of the Old Republic remake. 
they they had a teaser trailer um they're still working on the game did they give a release date here i'm trying to see no i don't i don't think so i mean it's still you don't even see any gameplay footage it's just basically darth revan coming out of the shadows with you know with some voiceover on top of it they had a short Mm. interview with the developer and they talked about basically what it you know what's going to be different it was very vague answers basically saying yes that the it's going to keep the same soul um but it's going to you know one obviously the graphics are going to be much more improved uh yeah but we don't know anything about like are they going to redo the voice acting are they going to um redo the combat system i think redoing the combat system is probably a must because that's all that's a hundred percent going to happen maybe they'll do what they did with final fantasy where it's like we updated the uh we updated the combat completely but we've also added a classic option in the settings that you can Mm -hmm. switch to you know that would be cool for people that do want to take it a bit more easy, you know? Um, I do think that they'll do redo the dialogue because there is a lot of text in that game. You know what I mean? A lot of reading. So I'm hoping that they can streamline that by adding a lot more dialogue that wasn't there before. Or we'll just, like, adding more voiceovers, you know what I mean? Like, the dialogue's there. Just hopefully they can record more of it so you don't have to read as much. Um, it'll also just add a bit more to the immersion, you know? Yeah, so there is no release date, but people are thinking 2023 um, because that's the 20th anniversary of the game. Uh, the original came back in 2003. This is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I, I do I do hope they re, redo the combat system. Um, mm. No, they definitely will. There's mo- no way modernize it. There's no yeah. way they're not going to. They're going to modernize they're, they're, they're going to modernize the crap out of it. You know what I mean? I I have a feeling that they'll go full blown like RPG with this. We're not going to have like uh, I don't know. It's just gonna it's gonna be very different. You know what I mean? I feel like the the essence of the game is going to be there mm-hmm. and it's going to be good. But I think the 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 gameplay mechanics are going to be very 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 different. They have to to modernize it. You know, it's just one of those things. Otherwise, they may as well just have done a retexture. You know. Like so, it was a 4K texture pack or something if, if they were going to keep it the same. But it sounds like it's going to have an exclusive launch on PS5 and PC uh, and with probably an Xbox version down the line, uh, which is kind of interesting. I mean, I guess because I have a PC, it's it's not, not that big a deal to me. If I only had an Xbox, I guess I would be a little more mm. a little more upset. Uh, that I couldn't play this right away. Um, oh, speaking of remakes, we also have uh, the Alan Wake remastered. So yeah. this was not a remake. This is a remastered. So you're not getting anything. I don't think you're getting anything new here in terms of um, any type of story, gameplay, et cetera, et cetera. There, I think it's purely going to be uh, a graphical update. Yeah, graphical update, which is a which is good. I it's think. good, That's but. Fine. I guess because I had the PC. I, play, I originally played the original on the Xbox, uh, and then uh, I played it twice on there, and then I recently played it on the PC again. And so for me, like some of that stuff has already been, it hasn't been remastered, but already been uh, upgraded 
Mm. So I don't know how much of a difference. I'm sure there will be, but I'm just wondering what the difference is going to be with the remastered. The main, you'll you'll see the main difference in the cutscenes. Yes, because I cuts, played I played I played Alan Wake recently on PC, and cuts, cuts I are terrible. Well, I well I upped the graphics on. I had everything running on Max. Yeah. Where the in-game looked better than the cutscenes. Yes. Like yes. It, it. So that's that's the problem with the with the original game. So at least with this, it's like yeah, the cutscene the, the cutscenes do look fresh. Like yeah. just from what we saw, you know. So they're gonna re-up the uh, which is Alan Wake is it's a good story. You know, you want yes. you want those new cutscenes. You want that fresh cutscenes and. It's good because a, a lot of people didn't actually play Alan Wake. A lot of people did play it, but a lot of people just kind of missed it, you know? Like, they didn't, like, it's not that it did badly, just a lot of people just kind of missed it or, like, well, didn't it was really an, know about it. It was you know? an Xbox slash PC exclusive, so no one mm. on the PlayStation played it. Uh, That's true, yeah. So they're kind of emphasizing so of, yeah, yeah. it being on the PlayStation. A lot of people slept on it. So. But it's going to be, um, that's going to be quite cool. Yeah, and this one's coming out fairly soon. This is October 5th. And we'll this, get it this on year. Game Pass at some point, I think. Probably. So, I don't know. I mean, as someone who just... I mean, I'm, I'm talking about a few months ago, I, I think. Was it a few months ago or maybe it was la- late last year? I can't remember. It's either earlier this year or late last year. Yeah. I, I, I think it was, I, I I think it was this year. I think you told me about it because yeah. it's on Game Pass. Yeah, so I played the whole thing all over again. So, yeah. I, I think I can hold off on the remaster for a little yeah. bit. Well, I think it'll come to Game Pass, not like right away, but eventually, because they do have Control and the original one mm-hmm. on Game Pass, so they'll most likely get the uh, the remaster as well. Yeah, uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. They had another trailer at the PlayStation Showcase. Uh, it was kind of more of a story, a narrative uh, trailer, less about the gameplay and just more about. The, the current. I'm, I think I'm having a heart attack. Cease this only redeeming quality of this game. Peter Quill is not fun. Osmo! Because I will say, the combat looks fine, it just looks repetitive. Like, it looks fun, but repetitive, you know? Um, like, really repetitive. Like, there's there's no, there's no way that, like, from all, from all the footage I've seen, it looks really really repetitive but it, at least like you're doing fun stuff it's like if you're just mashing one button the entire game kind of stuff mm-hmm. i don't think it's going to be like that but it's probably going to be it's not going to be it doesn't seem like there's a lot of levels of complexity or strategy it's going to be very much like you're blasting people you know mm-hmm. and you're doing it however you want to do it and it's going to be fun but repetitive but as long as the story if the story slaps then i think it's it'll be worth 60 yeah. bucks you know we'll see. i think as long that's as kind the story slaps. i think for me that's like going to be like let me see what people are saying about it mm. before I decide to pick it up. Let's see it's one of those games it. where if you if you didn't if you didn't want to play it, I think you could get away with watching it on YouTube and enjoying mm. it just as much. Mm. Just like Death Stranding, like you might not want to play Death Stranding, but you can watch all the cutscenes on YouTube or something. Mm. You know, watch some watch someone like do the mashup. Same with this game; they're probably gonna you could experience it that way too. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the combat will be good enough to carry you through the cutscenes. If that makes sense, like you're you're not going to be hating your life playing the game. You're going to be like, okay, I'll just get through this and then I'll get another funny cutscene. You know, um, Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, a trailer showed up. Hype. Sorry, that looks. I'm so freaking hyped for that, Dennis, because that looks that looks fun. 
Like you talk about a game that looks fun and exciting and fast. That that's that's it for me, man. That's coming out uh, spring 2022. Uh, I think it was supposed to come out this year, but ended up getting delayed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just it looks cool. Very like you're you have these like superpowers and you're running through Tokyo and fighting different enemies. Um, if you're using like um, there's like a certain <laughs> part of Japanese lore that you're you're kind of going through. Mm-hmm. I might not know it too well. But it's to do with uh, barriers mm-hmm. uh, or kekai. They call it kekais, which is like literally why the guy's holding his hand like mm-hmm. that because he's basically he's like sealing away demons. Like that's like his main ability. But it look, but they've turned it into like a combat move, which mm-hmm. is so cool. It, it reminds me a lot of um, Shadow Warrior. Mm. If it, it has that same vibe as Shadow Warrior, I don't. I mean, it's not gonna have the comedy, but it has that like fast-paced, like demon slaying hordes mm-hmm. of demons. You know, like melee combat spells um this game doesn't have guns but it probably it could if it wanted to you know mm-hmm. uh yeah i'm stoked for that i am stoked for this for this game so this is also, this an exclusive uh i think it's i'm gonna be sad I, I think it is a timed exclusive uh but let's talk about that in a, a little bit g- game games like this and games like returnal are the type of games that will make me buy a ps5 <laughs> Yeah, there's, for me, that's it's going to be like Ghost of Tsushima 2, whatever they do with oh, yeah. uh, God of War. And I mean, God of War, of course. I've got to get a PS5 uh, for God of War 2. Yeah. Um, let me see what the actual... It is timed exclusive for PS5. Uh, but I do... It's, it's going to be on Windows. It's going to be a Windows. It's got, it's got to. It's and, so fast-paced. You need a mouse and keyboard for that, you know? Windows and PS5. Uh, timed exclusive. So I think eventually it'll come out on Xbox. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, I prefer to play this on PC. That's the kind of game I prefer to play on okay. PC. Well, we'll talk a little bit more because I uh, this this is connected to the conversation I want to have with Deathloop a little bit later. So mm. let me talk about the one last thing at PlayStation and then let's wrap up the whole PlayStation thing and then let's get into Deathloop. So the yeah. last thing I have is the Grand Theft Auto 5 and Grand Theft Auto Online PlayStation Showcase trailer. Apparently there was kind of a huge backlash of this, not because the game is hated because people love the game. It's just that people are just sick of hearing about grand theft auto 5 and they don't need (laughs) there's been so many iterations only skyrim has had more um the one benefit for skyrim is one it's older and two it doesn't involve any type of kind of microtransactions um where grand theft auto 5 or grand theft auto online does and that's kind of why they're pushing all this stuff um I will say it's it's not that it's okay. It's not like it's gotten less in the future years, but as the years have gone on, it's they gave they give away so much money. Mm-hmm. Like they like if you're play, if you're playing GTA Online, like if you're playing a lot of it, mm-hmm. like sometimes they'll just give you a couple million bucks. Like they're like, hey, if you log on now, you get it. Like and at that point, like you really don't have to spend the money if you're an active player, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is cool. But it is obviously. It, People spend a lot of money on that game. They just do. You know, I think if you wanted to buy a yacht in that game with real time money, it's still going to cost you like one hundred and fifty dollars or something, you know, mm-hmm. to get yeah. yourself a real a real yacht in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's oh, re- hold on. Sorry. I, I will say I, I do think it looks good. 
like yeah. the graphics it's one of those things where I, i'm not going to play because i played gta 5 a hundred times over but if if some like kid out there has never played the game before and they have a ps5 it, this would be the best way to play the game mm-hmm. it does look the thing is it looks like it looks how it runs on my pc right now <laughs> you know so which is why another reason why i'm not too bothered about it because that's what it looks like on my pc currently but yeah that's why that's why looking at the trailer i'm like oh that's kind of what i've been playing recently on my pc grand theft auto 5 i mean it's gonna look cool for like i said it's cool for people who have never played it which is very few people you know it's gonna be people who are too young to play it unfortunately Mm -hmm. that are gonna be the people who are enjoying this most but hey there's no you can't you can't stop teenagers from playing grand theft auto it's never gonna happen yeah um, all right, um, let's let, kind of... Before we completely... I just want to list the other games okay. from the showcase before we completely move on. Uh, Spider-Man, we spoke, talked about Kotar, Ragnarok. They showcased more of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, and now that they've showcased the gameplay for it, I remember when they announced this, I said I was excited for it. I'm a bit less excited for it now because it does involve a lot more guns than I thought. I thought it would be more fantasy-themed, mm-hmm. you know, and it is very fantasy-themed. But it's still it's still Borderlands, mm-hmm. essentially, you know. I was and I think you do get a couple of powers, but it's 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 still very much Borderlands. I was hoping for like more of a fantasy theme. Then we have uh, Project Eve, which I'm excited for. That looks that looks really good actually. Uh, graphics wise, the combat uh, it's, it's it's another Souls like inspired game. Uh, some people are relating it to um, Sekiro. It just, it looks good, Dennis. It looks good. It reminds me of a Bayonetta as well. Um, but yeah, and then we have Forspoken, which is the new name for Project Athea, which was what they used for the uh, Unreal, the new Unreal Engine yeah. showcase a while ago. They showed it off. They're like, hey, look at all these, look at how many statues are in this room and look at the giant mountains and look mm-hmm. at how quickly we're rendering them and loading them in. Uh, they changed the main character, thank goodness, because the main character... Just kind of looked like a polygon. There wasn't much to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's looking really good. It's looking fun. I, don't, I still don't know a thing about this game, but it looks beautiful and it looks fun. Forspoken. Like, definitely, it's like an action platformer. I'm here for it. That looks good. They also showed off Rainbow Six Extraction, which there's nothing to say there. It's just more Rainbow Six. Uh, Alan, uh, we got the Alan Wake remaster, GTA V. Uh, I think, yeah, I think we covered the rest. Oh, right. Blood. Um, they showed off Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, mm-hmm. which I've been playing all week, by the way. It's amazing. It's I don't see it being having a lot of longevity as a battle royale, but it's fun. It's the kind of game, if I was a professional streamer, I wouldn't be streaming this game because I don't think it's entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no esports for the league for this. It's not really... It's entertaining to play. It's so satisfying to get kills, though, as a vampire, and it's like you and your other two vampire buddies running around you're picking up like weapons melee melee weapons is where it's at the game starts you off with like a, a pistol uh yeah you, you have different factions different abilities it's pretty good and it's free so if you're watching this if that's something you like if you like the lore of vampire the masquerade the tabletop game or the rpg from the the uh the 90s then check this out we are still going to be getting a sequel to uh the the rpg we're all going to be getting an rpg next year hopefully mm-hmm. um but in the meantime they've released this which kind of like also gives us a vibe of what the rpg is going to look like because the graphics for this is pretty good even though it's a battle royale the graphics are pretty good like the um they kind of got like I, I believe you're playing in prague which is the first city mm-hmm. i will say uh having played the game all week they need to either lower the amount of players in the map or they need to make a bigger map because there's a lot of the times where you just start the game and you're like immediately in a fight and if you lose that 
you just spent like five minutes loading into a game that only lasted a minute and that's frustrating so hopefully they can fix that and then uh which we're going to talk about now as well they obviously showed off more uh death loop mm -hmm. and in this uncharted legacy of thieves collection which there's so many out there uh there's a couple other things but i don't think they're that interesting to talk about Ob gran turismo 7 that's just another gran turismo game it's gonna look good it's gonna play good there's nothing else to know about that um but yeah, then we got Deathloop. We may as well talk about the Deathloop. No, no, reviews. before we talk about Deathloop, uh, let's talk about overall, what does this do for Sony? Because we talked about kind of Xbox kind of winning 2021 by default, right? Because mm. PlayStation basically pushed back both of their big first-party games, um, and then Xbox is having uh, Halo Infinite, and they're having a bunch of other cool stuff coming out including you know stuff on game pass like back for blood's gonna be on game pass you know what i mean like there's just a lot of cool things going on with with xbox and they were able to do a pretty good showing now sony comes back here with you know a lot of exclusive games now these games aren't coming out this year they're not coming out most of them are not coming out next year but we see like a like this exclusive uh first party games from sony that that will sell systems how does how how does that work? What do you think that combats what Xbox is doing with Game Pass and their first party games? I don't think timed exclusives is gonna make anybody any money, really, unless you have something that is so incredible. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying Deathloop isn't. Deathloop could be the most incredible game either. It's just I don't. It's just not a known franchise either. You know what I mean? Like, it's. I'm gonna like I'm waiting. I'm not gonna go buy a PS5 to play Deathloop. It's probably gonna come to Game Pass, and I believe there's been rumors that Deathloop is coming to Game Pass. I'm pretty sure so, it will be. I mean, it's it's owned. Yeah. It, it was Arcane Studios, which is was under the Bethesda um, umbrella, which I, or was it under the Bethesda umbrella or was it under the Zenimax umbrella? I can't remember. It could be Zenimax. Yeah. Anyways, it's owned by X, uh, Microsoft now, and, and yeah. kind of the, the conversation I want to have because we'll talk about Deathloop, which which is which is getting good reviews, and, and mm. we can talk about it with Ghostwire as well. Is temporarily, I feel like these are these timed exclusive things are, are positive, short term positive for PlayStation, but long term negative because yeah. let let's say Deathloop and uh, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo end up being i don't know how big a hits they're gonna be but at least like some somewhat of a hit or at least beloved the death loop death loop has what it takes to become a cult classic like mm -hmm. it'll be beloved for years mm -hmm. but it's the kind of thing where after you've really nailed that game mm -hmm. you're probably never gonna play it again like from all the amazing reviews i've seen all the reviews are amazing but everyone is saying hey once you've played this game there's not too much replayability you know yeah. what i mean but what i'm saying is the next death loop death loop 2 uh, let's mm. say this is successful death loop 2 for that will be an exclusive for microsoft xbox and pc I mean, that's just True. we know that you know that's that's what's going to happen so it's same with ghostwire so like these kind of short-term victories in, in these timed exclusives kind of actually will end up benefiting xbox in the long run but um, my main point though was to talk about more about playstation and what they're doing with you know uh god of war ragnarok horizon forbidden west uh spider-man 2 wolverine 
We're going to see uh, Ghost of Shima 2 f- in the future. We don't know what they're going to do with the Last of Us franchise, uh, the Uncharted franchise. But all these games that are coming out exclusively for Sony, can they sustain what they're doing? Because everyone's loving these games, but in terms of the business model slash pricing model, how long can that keep going? I think I think God of War will do a very good job not on entirely on its own but i think god of war will god of war that franchise right they haven't they said they said themselves that they have enough lore and backstory for six games in total Mm -hmm. if they wanted to right that's a good like possibly two decades for playstation where that's exclusive and people will buy a PlayStation 5 to play God of War. Mm-hmm. There's no way you play the first God of War and you're just like, nah, I'm good. I don't need to f- figure out what happens to the rest of these characters or what the, what the hell's happening. There's no way. So you're going to play. Like, even me, like, I'm going to grind my ass off to get a PS5 so I can play that game when it comes out one day, you know? I'm going to grind. And if I can't, then I'm going to literally beg a friend if I can borrow his and play it, like, spend a weekend and try to just crush it in a weekend. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of game, Spider-Man, those two types of games will keep, like, they will keep people playing on on PlayStation. And it will, I think it will, it's not going to, here's the thing, these games aren't going to make them more popular. It's not going to make PlayStation more popular. It's not going to, it's just going to keep the people there, I will say. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're going to be bringing new customers in. I mean, you'll get people buying the PS5, but there are people who have owned the PS4 or the PS3, you know, they're like people buying into ps5 now aren't first time people because mm-hmm. it's like it's continuing ips it's not really new fresh things coming out you know what mm-hmm. i mean xbox keeps having new fresh ips dropping all the time because they keep acquiring studios uh but yeah i i think it'll carry i think it will carry uh playstation for a while mm-hmm. long term i mean like more than a decade from now who knows but at least for the next decade or so so like, this generate I, you're thinking like playing so you're saying like this first party, you know, uh, exclusive $60 a game can at least keep Sony going for possibly, at least well, possibly one, se- for one generation. $70. Okay, $70. Possibly. I forgot about possibly I forgot $70. about that. I forgot but about that. I do think I think it'll carry them throughout this this console generation for sure. Uh-huh. You know, I think they'll start suffering towards the end of this console generation mm-hmm. and if they but at that point, hopefully, because look, they're like, they are fighting a losing battle with Xbox. There's no way that you, you like, there's no way I could say otherwise. They're fighting a losing battle with Game Pass. Game Pass is so freaking impressive. You know what I mean? I, I mean, we got the GeForce. I don't know what GeForce now is. I need to look into that. I don't know if that's a streaming service too. Uh, but the point is PlayStation, they need to make that move with Netflix. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They need to make that move soon, and it, 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 like, like, and I know Netflix is going to be dipping into the gaming thing, and it's most li- it's well, they've said it's going to be mobile because it's just easier because you can get Netflix on your mobile devices, so it will be mobile. But hopefully they can get to like, I mean, like I said, at the end, we're talking at the end of this console's life cycle. I'm not mm-hmm. talking anytime soon, like maybe five or six years from now, once we know the cloud streaming gets better. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Sony, hopefully PlayStation can get themselves more involved with Netflix because they are going to be working together. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, hopefully they can, because at this point, like I, I see, I still see them doing well. I just do not see them doing a PlayStation Six. You know what I mean? Well, I don't see anybody doing another console. It's probably going to be cloud gaming in, in general, but it's like, 
I think well, it'll be less a console, more of a stick. It'll be like a streaming stick and a controller. It'll be yeah, uh, exactly. It'll be like a stick and a controller. But it's one of those things where I feel like the PlayStation brand will die after the PS5 unless they start making bigger moves. But I do think the God of War, Spider Man, and even I well a little bit Horizon. Like Horizon doesn't have like it has a bit, people love the game, but people aren't like obsessed with it. Like like people are obsessed with the new God of War. Like, that was, like, a life-changing game, and it, it really was. You know what I mean? Um, so I think it'll carry PlayStation, but, like, unless they start making moves, I think the, the hype's going to die with the PS5 generation. Like, well, just the Sony hype. Look, then again, unless they really just smack it out of the park with the PlayStation VR, you know, which I doubt. But unless they, like, start making some intense bounds with their own VR, or, like, they start making, like, exclusive deals with Oculus or something, or, you know what I mean? Like, because Sony, Sony is the Sony's interested in VR and Microsoft isn't. So that's one thing where they could focus on, mm-hmm. you know, I don't I mean, and then they are they are focusing on their VR because they know that it's going to be able you're going to be able to run some a lot better VR games off of the PS5, you know, mm-hmm. and you just make a slightly better headset. So who like they have a couple things in their back pocket. They have what it takes. They got the tools in front of them. Sony just needs to use those tools properly. That's mm-hmm. it. All right. All right, let's move on to Deathloop, which, you know, uh, has been getting pretty good reviews. Uh, I think on Metacritic, mm. it was like uh, eight point something or 80. I forgot how they calculated, but it was like in the 80 percentile. Um, I know IGN gave it like a perfect 10. Uh, mm. Said it was a masterpiece. It's what's interesting. And I'm sorry, like I, I haven't actually posted the 12 minutes review yet, but I, I will do that soon. Uh, anyone who played that game uh, 12 minutes and it's a time loop game as well. Um, I'm not going to spoil the game. But anyways, the way that they describe Deathloop is basically uses some of the same mechanics of the, the time loop in, in 12 minutes, just that it's in a more action-oriented way and, and probably probably less repetitive than 12 minutes, um, just from, from, from what I've seen. Yeah, there is some repetition, but it's like... Yeah. I'd say it's also a lot more complex in 12 minutes because... Yeah. The loop is longer, the loop itself that you're in. The area. And it's like, I remember one of the reviews I remember reading, it said, like, the one guy, the one guy said, it's, look, essentially, when you finish this game, you're going to do it in, like, a, a 15 to 20 minute run. You're going to finish the game in 20 minutes. But it's going to take you 20 hours to figure out how to do that 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's how the, that's how these games kind of work. I was reading a lot of reviews on this game and just watching a lot of reviews, and I could tell a lot of, reviewers are having difficulty explaining the game without ruining the game because it's one of those games where you have like you the most fun you will have is playing it yourself without any information and figuring it out yourself figuring out what to do you know what i mean if you look up a tutorial online it defeats the purpose like you know if you you could spend like the 20 hours doing a bunch of things to figure out a certain bit of information or you can google that information and then you've like lost 20 hours of gameplay you could have enjoyed you know yeah so but it's getting great reviews, and it's it's, it's being uh, referred to as like a one of a kind. Mm-hmm. It's kind of its whole own thing. It incorporates a lot of um, different like ge- mechanics from different games, and it has like a, a feel of a lot of other games. It's it looks like it's gonna be really fun. Um, I wouldn't like once again. I wouldn't watch anybody play this game. I wouldn't watch someone stream it because it would ruin it. You know, yeah. it's one of those games you got to play it for yourself. Like it's designed that way. Um, which I would say is kind of unfortunate for the marketing of the game. 
-hmm. because I don't think you'll get a few YouTubers who will play it, you know, yeah. like story YouTubers who do full playthroughs of games and stuff like that. But there's not going to be no one's going to be streaming this game that much, you know, it yeah. just kind of ruins it, you know. Yeah, or I don't see like, yeah, I, I don't see people I, like at least not now, maybe like, you know, six months from now when people are finding out like weird, wacky ways to complete the game, we'll, mm -hmm. we'll watch those kinds of playthroughs. But yeah, um, there's also an interesting PVP to it. So your character Colt is kind of trying to assassinate these like eight different people. And that's kind of how the game ends. You got to figure out like how mm -hmm. to do you it. You got to kill all eight of them in one day. Yeah. And then there's a. Uh, What's there's an actually an assassin that was hired to assassinate you, uh, named uh, I think Juliana is that her name, and yeah, she's the lady. one. So she's going to be kind of trying to hunt you down uh, as you're doing this. And so when you play it single player, you can either play it so that the AI has Juliana, and then it's kind of like you're you're battling the AI, but she kind of pops out of nowhere to that kind of breaks things up so it, things aren't as repetitive, or a friend or even a stranger, if you allow it to be, can take that role of Juliana and their job is to try and kill you. Um, That's sick. Yeah. That's sick. So it kind of makes things a lot more interesting instead of just, you know, doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Well, it, it adds a whole level of complexity to it. it. That does add replayability as well because that was my main worry with the game is, like I said, replayability. Once you've played it, you know, once you know how to kill the eight people, it's kind of, that's the end of the game, you know? Mm -hmm. But if you have someone who's hunting you and it's a real person, you never know what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. You know, like you, like there's no way of telling. So you have to come up with new ways to kill these eight people, even if you know where they're going to be or what their weaknesses is or whatever it is, you're still going to have to try to figure out how to go around the person hunting you. That, I like that. That adds a, la a layer of replayability um, that I didn't really know about. Yeah. Um, all right, so it's been getting good reviews. Uh, I could buy it on the PC, but I probably will hold off on it uh, because I do pr pretty sure it, it will be coming to Game Pass at some point. I mean, Microsoft owns it. I, I, I believe it's probably a six months timed exclusive, so I can kind of wait. I know the buzz is happening right now on it, but... I don't think, as long as I stay away from spoilers for it, uh, I can hopefully play it with kind of, you know, without uh, getting or uh, getting anything spoiled at all. So, um, all right, let's move on to the next one. This is kind of a big news uh, that Epic mm -hmm. versus Apple finally uh, ruling kind of came down on it, which was kind of interesting because it's not so clear cut. In the sense of, if people don't remember, Epic and Apple were battling out because Epic was saying that they thought the 30% margin that Apple was taking in their app store was too much and it was like a monopoly and they couldn't do anything about it. And so they, and then so Epic would try to kind of go around that uh, by being able to sell like, you know, currency or whatever within the game itself. Um, Apple responded by kicking off Epic's app from, from the store um, and they've been kind of battling it out. And so the ruling was basically Apple's not a monopoly and did not violate antitrust laws, but they did say that the 30% take was unjustified and they could not, 
understand why Apple could uh, ask for that type of percentage. Uh, what's your take on the whole thing? Uh, what a what a in my opinion, like what a letdown. Mm. It was just it's such a stalemate. You know what I mean? It's like I mean, did Apple did Epic really win? It doesn't feel like a victory. You I know don't what think I mean? so it's... because I think they owe Apple money now or something like that. They yeah, and them. and Apple and Apple still has the right to say no. You can't have your game on Apple. Like at the end of the day, Fortnite's not coming back to Apple. It's just it's just not you know, uh, which is a loss for them because look, the amount of money they could be making from mobile is huge. I mean, it's not going to change the fact that they're already making bank, you know, and they're going to mm-hmm. continue to make bank for like the foreseeable future. Uh, with all the deals they're doing but it does suck for the mobile players and um it does suck for their earnings because the mobile players did spend a lot of money as well um yeah it's just weird man it's just weird i i like i don't really know like what did they get out of this you know what i mean it says that the ruling was mostly in Apple's favor, though Epic won a specific battle with an injunction forcing Apple to allow developers to link to outside payments within their app. So you can link to outside payments, but you cannot yeah. make the payment actually through the actual app. So it's a, so it's a, so it is a victory for developers, not for Epic. They they won one for the developers, which to be fair, that is one of the things that they said a year ago when they got into this. They said, we're doing this for the industry, mm-hmm. which is nice of them. I, I don't think that they were expecting it to be this much of a loss for them where, like, they can't go back onto mobile devices. Like, where it's like, hey, now, guess what? If you were an Apple, you could use the third-party um, purchasing options that you did, the thing that got you into trouble in the first place. However, Apple, they... At the end of the day, I, the court has ruled in the favor of that that Apple can choose whether whether they want your app or game on their phone. It doesn't matter. You you could be it could be the best app in the world. If Apple's like we don't like it, boom, they can disappear. If Apple if you design an app that like can tell you who is pooped where and what time in the world, Apple could be like we love that. We're putting it's at the end of the day it's their phone, which mm-hmm. I get. They get final say as to what is on the App Store and what is not on the App Store. Um, I believe that it. Unfortunately, um, one of the things they lost on was allowing other people to make their own app stores on Apple, uh, or like, and that's something that uh, they lost uh, against. Apple still kind of has that. Well, and, and Google, and they kind of have those monopolies of like, you can't have your own launcher on the phone. You can't have your own app store on mm-hmm. the phone. You know what I mean? Like, I can't have Google Play on my mm-hmm. iPhone. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, which sucks because at the end of the day, I think it would be like if, if, if it truly was a free, like it just, it does, it does seem like a, a monopoly to me. You know what I mean? If you're not allowed to have third party app stores on your phone, it's like, hey, all purchases. Well, no, okay, well, at least now it's not all purchases have to be made through them. They won that part, you know? So now you can make purchases through other people. You don't have to pay that 30%. Good for you. But like, we're never going to see a different app store, you know, and I, I really hoped one day to maybe see, it sounds lame, but I, I would have liked to have seen an, an epic app store on mobile, you know, one day, but that's not going to happen now. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I mean, the relationship sullied. Epic and Apple are like, they, yeah, well, e- e- now. yeah, like, Epic said, work epic, epic said, despite losing this, this ruling, they're not bringing Fortnite back to Apple. It's not coming back. So yeah, because they don't have you, to. Yeah. If you want to play Fortnite on mobile, then you need an Android. You know. Yeah. 
That's... Which we still, well, we still ha don't know if it is coming back to Android. They just said, they haven't said, because at the end of the day, Google can still be like, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't think, I don't think Google's going to do that. Mm. You know? Yeah. If anything, I'm sure Google and Epic will meet halfway and they'll like be like, hey, come back at a reduced price. Rather than linking to outside, because Google would still have, like, Epic could still do that. But, like, they could link all their purchases to outside stuff, and Google can make zero percentage of it. But Google can still say, no, we don't want your game on our stuff. So hopefully they can talk to Google and be like, hey, we want, we want in on the App Store. And instead of doing third-party payments, we will use Google Payments just at a, at a lower rate, if possible. Because mm -hmm. um, that'll, that'll be good for both Google and Fortnite, you know, and yeah. and the freaking poor kids at home who can't afford a console or a freaking gaming pc you know like mm -hmm. like i hate like i hate it when people like crap on mobile gamers a lot of mobile gamers that's all they have that's all they have man you know like you got to use what you got yeah. you know and you enjoy, enjoy and, and play games the way you can um all right last thing on my list is uh Halo Infinite, the multiplayer preview is going to be open to everyone on September 24th. So they said if you are a registered Halo Insider uh, as of September 13th, which was yesterday, you are eligible to participate. Oh, did so I miss it? You might or have. Do, do, or can I still sign up or did, did I miss it? Um, I would, what is it? I would what try and sign mean? up and see. They said by then. Yes. Hmm. Uh, oh well. As of or I eligible. Oh wait, it says September fourteenth. Okay, so yeah, I still got time. Before yeah, we, we yeah, just I today. Do, I gotta do it today though. Yeah, I would sign up today. Yeah. Uh, I will send you yeah, that. Sign link. up before September fourteenth. Yeah, send me the link. I'll do it right yes. now. Okay. So, anyways, all you know, I was not able to get on the beta before. Now everyone could be on the beta. And I'm very looking much forward to it because I haven't really like been into Halo for a little bit. And it's, you know, from what I'm hearing about both the multiplayer and the campaign, it, it seems like it's a good time to come back to one of my favorite franchi franchises. So, and it looks like a lot of people are going to be able to do that as well. Um, and the game's not coming out until December. So it'll be nice to kind of get a little preview and feel for, for, for how it is. Um, so I just sent you that. Um, what else is kind of going on? Uh, there was there was a leak with uh, Nvidia GeForce Now, mm -hmm. um, which leaked a bunch of potential uh, sequels. Uh, but as of us filming this, uh, Nvidia. Sorry, I was just <laughs> signing up for this Halo thing right now. I'm not going to miss it. Mm -hmm. um, as of the recording of this, Nvidia had to put out a statement saying that. A lot of the leaks were, in fact, um, speculative. Mm. The word they used is speculative. So I'm not too sure if that's them trying to cover their asses, where it's like, uh, no, half of these games aren't true. But, mm -hmm. but like that still means a good chunk of the games that were leaked are real. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And the list is long. Like it would take too long to go through the list. Mm -hmm. But like, I'll go through a couple that are like important. Most of these aren't. Most of the games I'm not going to list because they're already out. You know, it's just games that are going to be coming to GeForce now, which I still need to figure out what that is. It's, it's it seems like it might be a subscription service. Um, Hell Divers Two caught my interest because I like the first Hell Divers. Uh, let's see. Um, hmm. 
well, let's see. Yeah, a Chrono Cross remaster. That's the one that stuck out the most to me because I love Chrono Trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, I never got to play Chrono Cross. Uh, well, I, I got to play it through an emulator, but it wasn't the same. But there, uh, there, there's a possible Chrono Cross remaster. People are really like hyped about that. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake will be coming to it, but they also said there's going to be a Final Fantasy IX remake, which um, I think will just be a retexture. Mm-hmm. Um because that's one of the games that hasn't gotten a re... That's one of the older Final Fantasies that hasn't gotten a retexture yet. Most of them have. Um, and it's because it has a very, like, interesting art style. But then there was uh, Kingdom Hearts 4, which is a lot of hype. People were like, oh, that's... We haven't heard anything about uh, a potential Kingdom Hearts 4. Uh, the game kind of ended, not in a cliffhanger, because the Kingdom Hearts 3 kind of finished the whole story of Kingdom Hearts, whilst also setting up a potential, you know, like, new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so... We could be getting it. Uh, a lot, like I said, a lot of these they're they're saying they're speculative. They're not saying which ones could be speculative, which ones can't be. Like this seems cool. Mirror's Edge, the RTX remaster. That sounds like something I could get behind. I love Mirror's Edge. Uh, if it can now play it with RTX, that would be sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, Titanfall three. That was a leak. What? Yeah. Tekken Tekken eight. Titanfall. Like I said, a lot of I think a lot of these are like games that possibly Nvidia was like, oh, there's gonna be a sequel for eventually. Mm-hmm. But like, how? Like how? I don't know because I don't know because how? How do you pull a Chrono Cross remaster out of your ass? Like, there's been no no talk about that. So mm-hmm. some of these have to be legitimate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they just haven't been spoken. But then again, with studios, you never know. Where it's like, hey, they could tell someone, hey, we're gonna make this game, and then they never do. You know, just because. Mm-hmm. Because until until it gets announced to the public, the game never truly gets made. You know, like they could choose to not work on it. Uh, t- yeah, Tekken Eight, that looked interesting. Crisis Four, um, Bayonetta Three, um, Half Life Two, re- Half Life Two Remastered, hmm. uh, Injustice Three, uh, a, a new a new Destroy All Humans, um, X XCOM Three, Payday Three. Uh, there's a lot of games that I'm not reading because they're not sequels. They're like games you've already played. A Goat Simulator 2, which makes sense. Like, that seems like a game that would happen, you know? Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, which I think... that's That seems cool because I think that Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 was um, on the Switch only. I could be wrong about that. But at the end of the day, the people who... Are, the, 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 big, the thing that's gotten the most excitement seems to be... The Kingdom Hearts 4 uh, and possible Chrono Cross um, leak. I'm surprised people aren't talking about the Titanfall 3 leak. Like, once again, the only thing that leaked was the name Titanfall mm-hmm. 3 on their thing. Like, I'm just baffled people aren't talking about that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the only other bit of news I have. Yeah, that, that, that that's that's all I got. Which is interesting. I, I, I hope these leaks are true. Because I love Kingdom Hearts. I'd love to get a fourth game. Kingdom Hearts 3 was so short. It was beautiful, fun, but so short. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Chrono Cross Remastered. That would be sick. And yeah, Titanfall 3 would also be sick, you know? Yeah. That's like, one of my favorite uh, FPS's campaigns that I've played. So. Like, that, that also just seems too arbitrary to pull out of nowhere. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. why would you... Why would you speculate that there would be a Titanfall three, or like, well, like, like I said, the biggest, the biggest thing that's freaking me out is how can you speculate a Chrono Cross 
remaster, a game that's like 20 years old, hasn't been spoken about since. How can you speculate a remaster for that? Mm -hmm. So there's, there has to be. There has to be a remaster for Chrono Cross. There's no way, like, there's no way that you pull that out of thin air and just say, oh, we're speculating. No. Maybe, maybe they did it just cool. to make it look believable. Who knows? Maybe, um, you know. I mean, look, if anything, this could also be, like, the most genius marketing ever for, like, I still don't know what GeForce Now is, but this has been great marketing for them because now I'm talking about it and now I need to figure out what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. Is there anything else? Nope. That's about it. Cool. I'm just quickly um, making sure that I get in on this um halo, halo yeah so we can we yeah. both can uh, play some of so the both multi play it for sure yeah, yeah. yeah. cool all uh, right guys I, I will say um other than that um i was what was i uh, playing lately um beside oh well we spoke about already blood hunt i've been playing a lot of blood hunt mm -hmm. a lot of valorant um and then there was a game they recently added to game pass called breathage which is like a survival game yeah in i space. saw that i put it on my queue yeah, uh, it's actually it... quite. It's quite. Did you fun. Play it? It's quite okay. fun and interesting. Yeah, okay. it's. It has like a slight humorous tone to it. Mm -hmm. um, it's a bit tricky. It is a survival game. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. it is slow, but I, I like. I like it. It's. It, it reminds me a lot of Subnautica, where it's like you have your base because you only have limited air. So when you go, you want to leave the spaceship to go get materials to come back to your base to craft. And there is like a story. I haven't gotten far into it because the game is kind of tricky. Like for a survival game, there's no mm -hmm. enemies. You just. It's just difficult to like find the parts you need, mm -hmm. you know, in space. <laughs> like to be fair, but that is a good game. I I, I recommend it. Well, I don't highly recommend it, but I recommend it to people if you like survival right. games. Yeah, it's on Game yeah. Pass. Gonna check it out. That's the beauty of Game Pass. Check out the games you wouldn't give a chance or wouldn't pay for. But hey, if they're on something you already subscribe and pay for, might might as well. Um, all right, guys, uh, I guess that's it uh, for this episode. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Revog. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Revog Games. Also, subscribe to this podcast on Spotify or Anchor.fm. You can follow me on Twitter at ThinkHero or Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Josh, where can people find you? You guys can find me right on the Revog Discord channel, or you guys can find me on Twitch at Josh underscore Toki, where I stream Valorant. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, so until next time, see you guys later. Later.